You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome to the JCN Podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Carissa. And we're here to talk to you once again about some of our favourite topics. Yes, we've got a good one today for everyone. We do. We're a little bit excited. We've purposely not talked to each other (laughs) about the topics so we can just get riled up on the microphone. Yeah, raw. <laughs> so probably switch off if you don't like profanities. No, we'll do our yeah. best. Um. <laughs> so we're going to, we'll be talking to you today about questionable health fads um, and more so in regards to fads that are costing lots Pe- of money for people. Yep. Yep. So things that you're spending a lot of money on for whatever reason and probably it's not all that worth it or it's probably not all that it's cracked up as it's meant to be yeah Yeah. exactly and look we're like we did with i think our one where we talked about different food fads or different diet fads we definitely wanted to present the positive and negative Mm -hmm. so there's some subjects that we'll be going through that definitely have some benefits so we're not giving you a list of stuff that we're like oh my god this is ridiculous don't do it yeah but we really want to break (laughs) it down and look at benefits and maybe things that aren't really needing the pedestal that they're yeah, put on mate yeah just more how necessary it actually is yeah exactly like, realistically do you need it yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> so to get into the topic oh, which one should we go first I with don't know. Leave it up to you. <laughs> let's talk about bulletproof coffee because i'm pretty oh, excited to hear your thoughts because you've just recently tried it because yeah. i I basically can't because I can't yeah. do coffee. So it was, what a shame that the coffee drinking was left up to me. <laughs> you you and um, Anna couldn't try it really. Well, I think she gave it a go, but yeah. being not coffee drinkers. It's kind of hard to get a gauge, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so let's talk about, I guess, what the health implications of it are to start yeah, with. Yeah, and I guess why it's popular. And why it's popular. So yeah. obviously it's got your um mcts in there so medium chain triglycerides which are meant to help your body burn fat or you know utilize better as an energy substrate energy yes substrate that's right thank you that's okay (laughs) my mind should actually like know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so and i obviously guess it ties in with people doing the whole keto ketogenic diet on lifestyle program Mm, so Look, obviously, I'm not on a ketogenic diet, so before, like before I say anything about it, that should probably be noted. So, for, to get the full effect, I mm. probably should have maybe been on a ketogenic diet, um, and then to actually see energy-wise and all those things, yeah, yeah, how it actually worked for me. But I did just give it a go, and I did try not to have breakfast. To oh, see- did you? I did. No, I did it yeah, probably. Yeah. I thought I'll just actually see if for someone who was just giving this a crack. Um, if my energy would be better just having this as opposed to um, I didn't use ghee I used coconut oil and the MCT oil that's provided with it Um, and I just thought I'll do that with my stock standard long black which I do have first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. normally followed by breakfast and see if I notice a change in my energy my mental clarity or anything like that Mm -hmm. honestly not at all Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was starving within half an hour (laughs) 
<laughs> but I love breakfast. Maybe I need. I did give it a go for three days. Yeah, right. Like, I did it Good for three you. days. I didn't last on the breakfast thing because I just get to. I just started to fade really yeah. quickly. And to me, yeah. honestly, it just wrecked the flavor of my coffee. Yeah. I just thought <laughs> maybe these people don't really enjoy their morning coffee and they're trying <laughs> to make the flavor better. I don't know. But honestly, but if I wanted to tip a pile of fat into my coffee and totally change the flavor of these beautifully extracted beans, yeah. Um, then yeah, that's a great way to do it. But for someone who really enjoys their coffee, um, yeah. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> Um, and honestly, it didn't really change my appetite yeah. or anything. I was still hungry. Like maybe I got an extra half an hour, but yeah. I was busy at work yeah. in saying that too. So obviously mm. it is quite easy when you are busy to just put food off an extra half an hour. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, no. Like, Interesting. And I'm thinking it's amazing that people are paying $80 or yeah. even more for this kit. Of, yeah. Let's face it, a bag of ground Arabica beans, which to me were too costly. <laughs> yes, and you would know. And I would know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And then you obviously you're brain whatever it is yeah the brain octane (laughs) oil and so yeah to mix in with your coffee and then um yeah obviously ghee or whatever you like obviously i can't do dairy so that's why i opted for the coconut oil i did a lot of people do yeah Yeah. and i didn't i didn't mind the taste i think i told you this even before i did it like i didn't have milk at home one time and i had a different black coffee at home as opposed to my normal one that i buy yeah um and i thought it was just a bit bitter so i did actually put some coconut oil into it and i didn't mind the taste of it It reminded me when i could have coffee and i used to love having coffee with a big dollop of fresh cream in it like yeah, a long wow. like, oh gosh oh, it's amazing honestly like <laughs> like and people who love coffee like that and i get why the whole ghee thing is tasty yeah. like, obviously but i couldn't do yeah. that so i did coconut oil i didn't mind that flavor yeah again i just um yeah for a coffee drinker it's not my thing i have yeah, to be honest for sure and look the interesting thing is the appetite that you've mentioned because realistically the philosophy behind it is that you know if you're doing it as part of a lifestyle it's pushing yeah. you into more of a ketogenic yeah. style process so the point is that you're burning those fats right yeah. instead of carbohydrates but as we've talked about before is that going to be suitable for everyone so look some people might really thrive on that and there might yeah, be certain health absolutely. conditions that thrive but and there definitely are we know that yeah are, exactly like, yeah but the lay everyday person it's probably not going to be that suitable yeah. and i think that the problem with it besides the ridiculous cost is the fact <laughs> that it's being put out there as a breakfast option yeah. and people are thinking this should sustain me i should have this and then i shouldn't eat and then they're having just that and wondering why they're getting these dips in energy oh. you know and feeling really flat and then craving sugar later on in the day yeah, absolutely. so you know i think if it was done as you know, a, a drink and then maybe you had a breakfast yep. that was right for you to follow. Yeah. You know, maybe that's something people could look at. Yeah. I think I did say to um, Anna when I was talking about it, like definitely maybe tied in with a, a breakfast as opposed to not having mm. breakfast at all. Like yep. obviously if you were doing the ketogenic diet, I'm not sure obviously everyone would be doing it differently, but are these people, uh, are you having your coffee and then not eating at all? Or are you having your coffee and then having, say, if you are going for high protein, high fat, are you having some boiled eggs with avocado? Yeah. Maybe that would be a different picture. Me personally need my carbs. I know if I don't have them or enough in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Crash and burn. (laughs) Crash and burn, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But it's being said before that you and I aren't advocates for this no carb. No, exactly. And look, I guess the thing is, too if you want to do the bulletproof coffee and you enjoy it and you enjoy your you enjoy coffee you enjoy the drink and you Mm. love adding all these components to it then go for it but it's still like i think if you bring it in in that capacity like it's not 
really giving you or it's not really fitting the bill in regards to what it's all about you know what I mean yeah, as I far as it being it. part of a whole process with yeah. a diet like yeah. you're kind of having that and then following like a balanced diet to yeah. follow with yeah. your balance of macros yeah it's kind of fitting in in a different way so yeah. and I do see some people doing that and they might be adding in like I don't know, like mushroom powders and maca and all these other mm. things into their morning coffee. So it kind of almost becomes like this little tonic that they're doing. It's yeah. kind of like an alternate smoothie, right? It is in a way. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, I just really go back to just eat real food. Yeah. Like stop trying to <laughs> bypass health and weight and everything like that by taking some magical shit that you mix into a drink and think I'm going to be skinny and look amazing. Just, <laughs> exactly. just exercise, eat a balanced diet, look yeah. after yourself, eat the foods that are right for you. And I don't know, that's just yeah. me personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, 80 bucks is it? I'm not just there about. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, I wonder how long that lasts for. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you the know. coffee won't last long with me. I will use no, <laughs> so yeah sorry bulletproof coffee but that mm. is probably yeah. one that we're very wary of yeah moving on next moving on so acai bowls shall we go there yeah let's go acai bowls yeah so there can be well done acai bowls there definitely can be well done acai bowls definitely and yeah. i'm sure if we like pick certain places that we yeah. go to we're not about naming some, and shaming, no, so exactly. we won't bring anything into that or if we made one at home like there'd be ways that we yeah. construct that and make a really well balanced smoothie bowl but mm. there is a lot out there on the market where basically you're paying a lot of cash for yeah. these acai bowls 15 to 16 dollars a oh bowl sometimes God. and once it's blended fruit blended fruit and, and blended acai with some added sugar and i think too like people i've said to my clients that are having um acai bowls check the brand of acai that the yeah, place you're getting them from is using because there's two types that i'm aware of and one is just the frozen acai bean and that's obviously maybe more expensive for the yep. um consumer to buy like wholesale and then there's the um, one that is acai and sugar and I'm yep. not kidding I've looked on the back of the labels of those and there is somewhere between 36 and 56 yeah. grams of sugar per yep. serve and then you're adding banana to that and then you're adding more fruit to yep. that and then you're adding probably some sugar coated fried muesli to that yep. and some bikinis and yep. let's just basically go and get 10 tablespoons of sugar mix it up in some hot water and knock that back because <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what you're having sometimes yep. and so, it's just put out there as like being this healthy alternative mm. which is what frustrates us so much yeah you know? and, and again there are cost. healthy ones and if you balance yeah. it with your protein and you're mindful of how much fruit you're actually adding to it and, yeah. and again as a treat not an everyday yeah. thing like there's there's definitely plus sides to them and i do love that people are trying to put healthy stuff out yeah. there as opposed to a quarter pounder yeah you know <laughs> yeah. i'm happy about this side of it, but it's just know you know where you're getting it i guess and yeah. do your research ask questions when you walk in mm -hmm. just mm. don't think that it's always going to be a healthy option yeah so yeah, yeah. that was a pretty easy one to yeah. tick off wasn't it yeah. i think that's just <laughs> acai bowls and smoothie bowls in general like even yeah. you and i've had this discussion like yeah the concept's amazing like i do like mm. i know i've went gone and got one before but even i did it as healthy as i could i think i got like with a peanut butter peanut butter and oh, banana and chocolate one yeah 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 honestly couldn't even get through it no i too struggle sweet. too much too sweet yeah like, whereas if yeah i make them at home on the odd occasion mm. like you could control that mm. but majority it's very i honestly i think it's really hard to go out and buy one that yeah. realistically isn't yeah. overly sweetened yeah and, 
has and that's a good even balance. with yeah adding the protein powder yeah. to balance it yeah. trying to do it from our perspective as healthily yep. as you can and i yeah you know, i think i got th- i think just over halfway through this thing i thought my god i'm gonna yeah. this is just yeah oh. like if it was i think the only time i've really been able to feel like i enjoyed the whole th- i don't even know about the whole thing to be honest but like after a big workout like yeah. a really intensive workout lots of cardio on a yeah. hot day and i'm like yeah i'm gonna yeah. like refuel yeah. with my sugars yeah yeah but yeah besides that it's insane just insane that i had mm. a delicious acai smoothie the other day so i knew, know yeah. this place that does and again it's not the whole bowl so you don't have all the added yeah right fruit and muesli and it was delicious and i know this place uses amazing acai yep um they do use the good quality stuff and that blended with some coconut water and a bit of fresh lime and and that was perfect yeah that sounds good yeah and a bit of orange i think and mint and oh it was just oh, it was lovely it was lovely so yeah i'm we're not yeah so let's move on these two sort of flow a little bit into each other but juice fasting mm. or detoxing e- and detoxing detoxing <laughs> oh we get approached a lot through social media about different companies offering juice detoxes and tea toxing and looking for nutritionists to endorse them and i tell you what (laughs) there's nothing that makes me sort of um, reply with a polite no yeah as quick as that look i i guess if there's something yeah i don't know there's so many topics we're talking about if there's something gets me probably quite riled up it's these two factors because as we know, when you're dealing with detoxification of the body, mm. it's a very complex system. It's and not something that's going to happen in three days exactly. of shitting your brains out. That's right. <laughs> and the liver, where we've got a lot of organs involved in detoxification, the liver being probably the primary organ, mm. but we're also dealing with the gastrointestinal tract and the kidneys, kidneys. and the skin and so forth. Yep. But the liver needs protein. It needs amino acids to detoxify. The liver mm. pathways require quite an array of those amino acids yep. and then we go on to these juice detoxes and detoxes yep. where it's about having a break from food as mm. such and putting in all of these like easy to absorb nutrients that are completely devoid of any amino acids mm. at all and a lot of the time all they're doing is causing a really quick flushing and causing as you said it's just like it's a diarrhea tactic. and a shock to the system and people were like oh my god i'm like shitting everything out and i've lost two kilos <laughs> and it's just amazing how look great <laughs> exactly and they they're like don't feel bloated and so forth because of course you don't <laughs> they've cut out food so they're probably the reason that they're going for a quick fix because the food they're eating usually makes them feel crap and they haven't dealt with the real problem. Yeah. So suddenly when they stop eating yeah. for a couple of days or drinking, you yeah. know, their teas or whatever, they're like, oh, wow, I feel amazing and my energy's better. It's like, well, yeah, you do. <laughs> because you're not eating X, Y, and Z, but this isn't the answer, you know? Yeah. Like, and then they go back onto their regular food and then it starts building up again but you know meanwhile they've forked out god knows what for these fancy juice detoxes and detoxes yeah and then there's the damaging side right like Mm. as we've seen in clinic you some people can handle something like that but others can't like others others, it can ravage their system and really upset it yeah even like i've even seen people's hormones thrown out of whack from doing these things like so i've obviously had some clients ask about juice juice fasting and yep. I, i'm 
I'm if they want to do it, I'm not. I don't say like I'm totally okay with this. But if yeah. you, these are your guidelines, if if this is something you want to do, I think I've yeah. just said two clients and made sure they were in the health state where they could handle it. But it was yeah. two days max. Yeah. Um, it was veggies, not fruit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but still, like I do give them absolute caution. I'm like, I'm actually not 100 percent okay with you doing this, but if you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Here's you. Here's yeah. Here's what I would be looking at. Yeah. Because you know, you know, you know your clients. You know, someone's just gonna go, okay, thanks, and then walk out and do it anyway. Yep. So, and that's okay. Like everyone's yeah. entitled to do what they want with their health. But I do think like these seven and twenty-one day things are pretty over the top. Yeah. Just too much. And it comes back to again, like our bodies are such a complex little organism and they're so capable of doing what we want them to do if we just allow them to do mm. it and support them properly not yep. shock the shit out of them <laughs> literally <laughs> do you know what i mean and just yep. be like okay body do this now and here's yep. what and it's just it's not nice our body doesn't like extreme anything yep. Yep. yeah yeah it's like the um the other we're speaking of the juicing ones too like that liver cleanse that a lot of people were doing oh, a while back yeah, with the like the, the lemon, lemon juice and yeah. the maple syrup and the olive oil yeah. and so forth and there's, a, there's oh enough the liver and gallbladder flush, yeah 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 that was another so dangerous and if you don't know the state and the health of your gallbladder and you've got actually jagged little stones in there yeah. and you're trying to force them through a, a duct yeah you're gonna end up in hospital um, <laughs> not always the answer guys <laughs> I just, I think again, it comes back to looking at these like quick fixes and thinking that they're just going to just solve everything. Mm. And it's just, it's not stepping back and looking at the big picture and really taking accountability for for changing your lifestyle and going, look, I need to get this sorted. I need to look at making some bigger changes. changes and be aware of the choices that I'm making. And like you and I know firsthand, like it's being healthy is amazing and feeling great is amazing, but it's hard work. Like yeah. you have to be onto your food prep. You have to make those commitments and, and you have to, on the mornings when you don't want to exercise, get up and go for it anyway. Like yeah. there's so many, but it is, it's accountability for the choices you're making. Yeah, really. definitely. And it's, there's no quick fix. No. End of story. <laughs> Case closed. See you later. <laughs> And you're right. Like the last thing I'll say is that with some clients, again, in a monitored situation, yeah. there might be certain people that would use a very restrictive dietary protocol that yeah. might involve certain types of juices or broths or yeah, so forth absolutely. over they a period have their of time. Place. Everything has its place. But it's monitored and it's understood as to why we're doing it. Yeah. And there is all of the right checkpoints in there, yeah. which is so fundamental. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> all right well coconut oh coconut Co- we actually put out a question on social media asking about what people would like us to discuss and this was one of them people were asking you know is coconut everything that it's meant to be because obviously it's having its time in the limelight quite extended quite really. extended yeah it's actually really just yeah managed to keep its little sails up hasn't it yeah you know how usually things peak and And then then they they crash and burn like soy it was like oh my god it's amazing that it like crashed and burned oh my god it's gonna kill me now it's like don't touch one soybean or you would die yeah i think i think it's made a comeback since then too now it's sort of sitting on the fence again yeah a little soy if you ferment it perhaps yeah yeah it's crazy (laughs) anyway coconut look coconuts it's amazing. It's it got amazing. lots of amazing health benefits. It's not for everyone, though. It's, yeah, it's certainly not for. Personally, I don't eat 
coconut. Well, maybe small amounts of it because it just doesn't like me. You eat mm. probably a lot more coconut than I do. Yeah, I'm, I don't go over the top with it yeah. though, again. Um, I must say, I've had a lot of clients comment that they notice that we don't use a lot mm. of coconut in regards to how ridiculously abundant it is once you start looking at stuff online yeah. for like healthy eating and going to cafes and so forth that are like you know got that healthy eating twist it's like coconut everything yeah and i think <laughs> we use it here as part of a balanced diet and the great thing about coconut is that, that song in my head what's one I don't think it's a pina colada song or something. Oh. It's like playing on the time wheel in my head. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, look, I think, you know, coconuts, obviously, it's a great fat. As I was saying before, we're talking about the bulletproof coffee. You know, it's that concept hmm. of it being a medium chain. So it's used as an energy burner, energy burner more so. However, if you do have an excessive amount, like a lot of it and a lot of fats, like there's still a point where your body will take that food and store it as fat. Like yeah. there's only so much your body can burn as an energy source. And I think that sometimes throws people, and I've seen that with clients in clinic, they're like, woohoo, coconut. And yeah. they've gone crazy and yeah. wondered why their pants are getting a little bit tight. Yeah, and that's the same with anything. Else, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. So, you know, it's, it's a great source of that. It's got natural antimicrobial mm. activity. Um, obviously, it's a beautiful, creamy food if you can't have dairy. Yeah. But I guess the question comes up in regards to like, you know, is it the be all and the end all? Like, is it the only amazing fat we should be using? And that's where I would throw in a big resounding no. No, because you can balance your coconut oil with your nut butter. <laughs> <laughs> By eating it, standing up in the kitchen, kitchen with, with a spoon. spoon. It's all about balance. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, the thing for me with the coconut um, story or obsession is that it takes the, it puts the limelight on con on the coconut and then we forget about the other fats. Yeah, so we absolutely. don't get that full picture or that full spectrum. Yeah. So the coconut's more of a saturated fat, whereas your beautiful unrefined oils, um, like like cold press, unrefined oh. macadamia nut oil, olive. my favorite extra virgin olive oil. Mm. Like we're getting a complexity of different types of fats. Yeah. So, you know, and even um, with flax as well, if you're getting yeah. a good quality source flax oil like there's all of i know which is another thing like a lot of the nut oils can get slammed but for me if you're sourcing quality and you yeah. know it's unrefined you know it's been extracted properly you know it hasn't been exposed to lots of heat mm. then there's no issues you no. know like source the good stuff and get that array of different fatty acids in your diet yeah and that's that's probably my main concern with the whole coconut obsession is that we end up missing out on other things yeah it's but it's the same it's the same with everything like it comes it comes back to balance like yeah. just yeah i don't know i just think people just <laughs> you look like you're getting you're like oh, oh, i'm tired yeah. of it balance i don't know how many times i have to say it it's like you you any you over consume anything good or bad yeah. and there are going to be downstream effects yeah for Again, sure. I'm finished. I'm done. <laughs> no, but it is. It is. Like coconut oil is great for the people that it agrees with. Awesome. But just don't smash it. Yeah. Remember, you've got olive oils. You've got nuts and seeds. Yeah. You've got all these other amazing fats, fish oils, like yeah. things that we need in our diet as well for so many different various mm. biochemical reactions and yeah. this and that. And For sure. Don't forget about them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Next on our list is activated nuts. <laughs> 
Oh, he wants man. to start. Oh, uh, look. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, it's such a, you know, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? You think about the whole, like, paleo, extreme paleo scenario with the whole activation of nuts yep. and so forth. And it's like, think back to caveman days and think of them <laughs> activating their nuts. Oh, man. Do you know what I mean? Shut up, brain. <laughs> Radio. Oh, so mind. activating nuts, of course, has its place. Yep. If someone has a very compromised digestion, yep. very compromised, mm-hmm. the idea is that we're activating them and breaking down those phytates and so forth to make them easier on the digestion. Ideally, the other concept is that it's not binding to other minerals yep. and you know causing malabsorption of yep. other other important minerals. Yeah. <sighs> Can we talk about the activating <laughs> process? Because this is the one I know, obviously, I'm not a scientist, but this is what gets me with it. So we are soaking the nuts or yeah. whatever it is, and then you drain them and then you actually cook them. You or roast, well, dry you roast dry, them. or you ideally you dehydrate them. Dehydrate, so it's a very, yeah. yeah, it's got to be at a very low temperature. Yeah. So it takes all the moisture out, yeah. but they're still essentially raw because okay. they haven't been heated over a certain okay. temperature which you can do in an oven too but it yeah. takes ages yeah so yeah. then they're like basically they're yeah. like a raw nut again they're they like do a, taste different though they, to me i just think like, I, I understand the process of it and i have read about it but i'm just like i don't know it just is <laughs> Carissa's face is so pained right now <laughs> just like so basically because to me i think about activating something and giving it life per yeah, se yeah so to me soaking it up would do that because you yeah. activate the enzymes and yeah, i get the whole, the whole, the whole yeah. yeah but then essentially slowly sucking the life back out <laughs> <laughs> you know what in a sense like deactivating <laughs> like i don't know i know that i've read it and i understand it yeah. but still in my head i'm just like this is just so pointless <laughs> and then you go from paying eight dollars a kilo or whatever the friggin' hell it was to start with to paying sixty dollars a kilo because someone slowly starved this nut of it. <laughs> it just I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. I just I look at these little bags of activated nuts for like a hundred grams and they're twenty five bucks and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> People pay this. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Sorry. It's, I, was, I was honestly about to then say it's just nuts. And I just, just was like, nuts. oh, God, groan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, look, <laughs> I like it's, yeah, in regards to it's very compromised digestion, some yeah. people might find they sit better. But really, our digestive system is a pretty amazing um what will we call it, system System. again, or unit. It has the capacity to break down quite an array and complex, wide variety of foods, inclusive of nuts. And it's been doing this for a very, 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 very long time. (laughs) And for majority of people eating raw nuts or roasted nuts or nut butters from nuts that haven't been activated is not going to be a concern yeah. if they if you over consume nuts like everything yeah. else you'll soon know about yeah. it because it'll probably make you feel a bit sick yeah um, the other thing is too 
<laughs> chew your nuts chew them properly like quite often people go oh, I've, I've seen I've lots of nuts in my stool like gross but they're like oh I don't think I break down nuts properly I'm like you need to chew them that's the starting point <laughs> right. think about like if your teeth can't break those down your digestive system's not yeah. really going to have much of a fighting chance <laughs> that's all right then there's teeth in their intestinal yeah tract. yeah doesn't work like that. It starts in the mouth. Um, but it's certainly a big one where people are paying an exuberant amount of yeah, money for absolutely. something that majority of people, I, I'm i with you, I just don't think is needed. I think it's very, I could count, I reckon, on one hand that I've over the years in clinic, I've seen clients that I've mm. felt that they needed to buy them and yeah. use them. but Or usually maybe with those people anyway, I'd be like, well, just, just, don't you, have- just soak your nuts and like let's like then blend them into nut butters and do other things like i don't know like i just i just really think that the activation of nuts (laughs) is a little bit (laughs) losing my shit over this (laughs) it's just being just hammed up to be something that people think that they need to do and they really don't need to do it yeah unless yeah there's lots of other things you would and look, on. and the other thing that frustrates me about, I guess, this concept of um, minerals being bound by phytates and so forth is like everything we eat it is, is bound is, by something. Exactly. A plant's defense mechanisms, every plant has some yeah, form of defense like mechanism. Like oxalates and so forth, you know. Like yeah, sulfur- sulfurophanase, what is it, the brassica? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, they've like, all got it. When we're eating a meal that's full of different foods, different plants and proteins and so forth Mm. there's already competition happening like minerals naturally compete for absorption that's just what happens like it's already a pecking order going on down there in digestion (laughs) like again it it, you know there's all these different transporter systems to pull different minerals Mm -hmm. across and amino acids going through different transporters like your body knows essentially what it's doing and yes if you're like majorly compromised and majorly deficient Mm. we might kind of look at it and go all right let's like kind of help it a little bit yeah, more but yeah. for the, the the every sort of you know next person it's seriously this is not, not things something you need to, worry to be worried about, about. yeah i but agree bigger things in the world well, to worry about yeah, than bigger things right. in your digestion to worry about yeah. than phytates and activated nuts i think <sighs> okay i did get a packet of activated walnuts sent to me oh, did and you? they tasted they did taste different they did taste quite extra creamy and did nutty did your digestive but... system pop out and give you a high five <laughs> in the face it's <laughs> like these are amazing but i didn't notice any difference eating them i was glad that i was sent them and i didn't buy them because they probably would have cost about 30 bucks you for 10 of them, them. <laughs> all right last one on the list which we've been asked about too is intermittent fasting yeah which is a bit of a juicy one yeah, I think mm. it's probably a, it's a massive topic, actually. Yeah, I got. I reckon it would probably. I reckon. I, I reckon. Think, I, <laughs> I think it would almost be a separate topic mm. for us at some point to delve into. Yeah. yeah. But essentially, just to in a nutshell, <laughs> oh, <I'm> <laughs> Damien's been. Get, oh my god! I just have to tell you this. Been getting me lately with. Bad, like, those bad jokes. Like but dad jokes? Yeah, dad jokes. Oh, gosh. With mushrooms, because I've been getting mushrooms from the market lately. I saw mushroom in my heart for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Texting last night and said something about, what are we going to have for dinner? There's some mushrooms in the fridge we can do blah, blah. And he's like, he texts back, but I don't think there's mush room mm. in the fridge. Oh, like, Damien. Oh, my God. And they keep coming. <laughs> 
I do love food jokes, so I'm a bit of a sucker for them. Yeah, I think they're cute. <laughs> so intermittent fasting. Look, it's the 5-2 diet, I think, has probably been what's brought it into the more mm. public awareness yeah. of late. And there is some absolutely amazing research, research. in regards yeah. to fasting for certain health conditions that we're definitely delving into in the clinic. Mm. However, I think the this, the problematic area with it is that it's seen as another quick fix for weight loss. Yeah. So people are jumping on it going cool i'll fast for the, whether it's a 5-2 concept or whether they're going to do like periods of fasting where they don't eat breakfast which is probably the one that frustrates me the that most frustrates me. yeah um and picking these periods that are based purely on weight loss with no understanding of what they're doing or thinking about how they're fasting or what it's doing how to construct meals with fasting so when it comes to proper intermittent fasting for health conditions there's a whole set of rules and regulations yeah. that go with it clinically and I, yeah and i think that's exactly right like it's not that there's anything wrong with it it's just that it's not being done properly no exactly but yeah and again i don't know i'm just i'm and i know this will be an never-ending battle of ours but i'm just so sick of everything being about weight loss yeah i'm just it does my head in like yeah. why do people why do we have this innate need yeah to want to be skinny. Mm. Why don't we want to be healthy? Yeah. That to me is far more important yeah. than, I don't know. Anyway, oh, that's yeah. a whole other topic. <laughs> but every, every, everyone, like obviously not the activated nuts, but when you look at like the ketogenic yeah. style thing, the bulletproof coffee, the intermittent fasting for weight loss, the detoxes, detoxes, it's all, it's all about weight loss. And yeah. it just. Yeah. So ah! true. <laughs> it's so true though. Oh my God. It is. And that's the attraction <laughs> with the fasting for yeah. people. It's another quick avenue. And the irony is like a lot of the other concepts, like the detox and so forth, yeah. like they'll lose on the scales a couple of kilos yeah. over those days or mm. wherever it is that they're doing it. But then it'll just rebound back on because it's just either water loss or shock to the body. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the way that sorry. you lose. I totally opened up a whole new community. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's just not how you lose that weight sustainably long term way. Um but yeah, I think I I mean I'm really excited about it from a clinical point of view. And and when I say that it's without delving too deep into mm. that, it's more for quite complex conditions like we're using it for quite serious health conditions it's the same with the ketogenic diet like yeah. it has its place in clinical yeah. practice for specific health conditions and there's amazing research and yeah. amazing um like clinical outcomes from yeah. people on the ketogenic diet for certain conditions but yeah again has its place same yeah. with intermittent fasting for disease conditions or health conditions mm. where it's necessary to achieve an outcome that's yeah. not weight loss yeah um. exactly <laughs> i guess as far as us talking about it from a cost point of view it's probably the one out of all of them that might save you money yeah true <laughs> true depending on the program. one positive yeah maybe <laughs> yeah eat less um, so we just wanted to finish off by just quickly diving into talking about supplementation in regards to things that are costing your yes, fortune unnecessarily. Exactly. Um, and this can come from how you're prescribing for yourself or being careful with how you're being prescribed to, even by some practitioners. Um, and also, um, a little bit about good old dr google too yeah in wrapping 
those all together. But essentially, yeah, the supplementation's an interesting one because we use supplements a lot in the clinic for certain, oh, certain for an array again of different health conditions and they certainly have their place. But what we see a lot of is overuse of supplements. So unnecessary use of supplements. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely those two categories, isn't there? There's like, do you even need them to start with? Yeah, did you even need to take that? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So there's those two avenues, isn't it? It's that self-prescribing or has it been prescribed by maybe someone? Practitioner. Yeah. Anyone. Or then there's just like taking too much in general. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is like, it, it does come back to as well, like, Everything you put into your mouth, your liver has, your liver and your gut have to process. Mm. So that's good and bad. If you're taking 20 different supplements, that's a massive hit on your liver on top of everything yeah. else that it's got to break down and deal with from throughout the day from, you know, um, byproducts of hormones, other foods, toxins, chemicals, everything that this, this mm. guy has to deal with. Now you're mm. chucking 20 supplements in on top of that. Yeah. It can do damage. Yeah, and absolutely. We've seen it. Like it can raise up liver enzymes. And we're not exaggerating. This is probably the scary part. Like we have had plenty of clients come in who are on extreme amounts of supplements. I mean, Chris and I have had a bit of a running joke about who's winning with yeah. people they see with the you know amount of supplements we've seen. And it's not uncommon for us to see definitely around 15, 16, pushing up towards 20. And, and when you look at that from horrific. a cost factor, like how yeah. much is that co- like costing these guys? So they've yeah. gone and they've either prescribed themselves or it's a combination of self-prescribing and maybe seeing a different pracky or um, talking to a pharmacy assistant or anything like that. It's not begrudging what anyone else does in their career like Mm. i definitely believe that most people come from a place of wanting to help if they're giving out advice i don't think it's from a place of malice or intent to harm it's just how much of it is actually necessary yeah prior like and yeah that's yeah that's it probably more and i guess again um not on if people aren't really thinking about the the fact that natural inverted commas supplementation can be detrimental if not looked at in the right way and taken the right way and taken excessively they just kind of keep adding to this piling list so as you say they might go and see one practitioner and they go and see another and they walk into a health food store or then they're on the internet with dr google like that's me i've got got that that. i need that yeah Yeah. and it just builds up and up whereas realistically like when we use supplements within clinic we are very careful about treating one area at a time like there's no point in trying to treat everything Everything at once once. it's too much um too much for your body and too much for your liver to deal with all of that as well so it's a bit of a i just it's a bit of i was going to use the word scary but it is in a way like it's it i think it can be a bit (coughs) of a excuse me (laughs) a scary area where people aren't aware of the damage that yeah. they can do i think there's that whole it's natural so it won't hurt me yeah it will if it's used incorrectly <laughs> <laughs> oh it will oh it will it will come and get you no but it's the same it is it's with anything like if it's used incorrectly or in excess or unnecessarily there is potentially a harmful downstream side effect yeah yeah definitely and, and that just comes back as always to having the right advice if you're if you've got health conditions and you're trying to work with it on your own like seek some advice yeah. get some professional advice or if you're seeing multiple practitioners have a think about just honing in yep. and just sticking with one person 
or make sure your practitioners are talking to each talking other. Talking to each other is a really good yeah, one too. Yeah, so they know. So we've got one person prescribing five things, another one's prescribing another yeah. eight things. Yeah, or like you're seeing a naturopath and you're getting your liquid herbs and you're seeing, say, a nutritionist yeah. where you're giving you what we think you need for your gut and then you go and see your physio and they give you something else for your muscles. And before yeah. you know it, you've got 10 or 11 supplements there and it's like, well... That's all great. And it's not saying ours are right over anyone else's. It's about prioritizing what's absolutely necessary at the moment based on what outcomes you want or need or what you need to what you need to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And just the, yeah, being careful with self-prescribing. Self-prescribing, yeah. Because (laughs) even as prackies, we know that trying to treat yourself (laughs) is one of the (laughs) hardest things you can do because you can't step outside the circle and see the bigger picture. So you treat... You'll, you'll think about symptoms. You you're treat like, symptomatically, which is the worst thing in the world. Totally. Yeah. That's the, the worst thing a, you can do as a practitioner. So when we see someone, we look at the bigger picture and we look at the core issue. But when it's you as a person, you're like, I've got a headache. I need magnesium. Or yeah. I've got a I, tummy pain. I need to take that, that probiotic. And I've, I've got the flu, so I need some vitamin C and I need some zinc and I need some echinacea. Yes. And, you know, it's just – and again – like taking anything long term, like let's talk about zinc, for example, yeah. the whole zinc, um, copper and iron triad. Like yeah. I've had clients who have been, say, like zinc deficient and then that might throw something out because they're taking zinc, but it, it doesn't get monitored or checked. No. And you need, if you're going to take a, a nutrient or a vitamin, anything mm. for any long period of time, you need to make sure you're not throwing other things out of balance by doing yeah. that. Iron's another one. Um, yeah. Yeah, B six. B six. I've seen B12. that one yeah. big time. Even just taking, yeah. like, being really aware of taking all different supplements. But if you've got a bit of B six in this supplement, a bit of B six mm. in that supplement, a bit of B six in that supplement. That's where I've seen it at. Yeah, all of a sudden, and mm. your body has to deal with that and break it, break it down. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Caution. caution. It's all about caution and balance. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Look, yeah. At the end of the day all of those things come back to being realistic and being and looking at it from a place of balance and again we're a broken record but looking at what suits you what works for you seeking the right advice if you need help go and get some advice invest in getting some advice it'll be the best thing that you've done you might as well spend the money on speaking to someone who can actually put you on the right path and just keep spending the money on supplements that may or may not be helping you scrolling through google or social media and trying to figure it out for yourself or jumping on the latest health trend and just going on to do that and see if that works and then you know spending eighty dollars on this or that and then by the time you know you spend a couple of hundred dollars and you could have just gone got help sounds not right but you know go on and chat it to someone who actually knows exactly and decides what's actually right for you yeah and it all comes from a place of what yeah we see so frequently don't we in clinic where people are coming in and you know they're taking they're taking ownership and they want to get that education Mm. and they want to figure out how to treat themselves effectively and you know, seeing seeing that transition is always mm. really cool and exciting. Yeah. And as opposed to, I guess, at the start when you see someone come in who is on 10, 15 supplements and, you know, overwhelmed and doesn't have any idea where to go and they're upset and mm. the tissues come out, you know. Oh, like yes, it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, it is. And that's why, I guess, you know, we laughed a lot through this, but that's probably the big... Take-home message. ...reason under yeah. all this for us is because it is something we see a lot and yeah. we want people to feel awesome and amazing. But, yeah, you don't... Ha- like, obviously, there is money and cost involved if you're looking at testing and supplements, the right supplements yeah. and things like that. But 
at the end of the day, the goal is to get people to a nice place where yeah. you're so more educated about your body and what it needs and when yeah. there is a time for supplements and when there isn't and when you need to step up and look after this part and when you don't. Yeah. Like, and... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've covered it all for today. I think so. We've probably chatted a fair bit. So I think, yeah, let's leave it there and yeah. we'll check in in another week or so with you guys. If you've got any comments or any questions, Please make sure. At the bottom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we haven't meant to bag out any products or anything like that um, it's just more about taking a realistic point of view yeah and look, i don't think we yeah, have either no, like yeah. we haven't you know mentioned it's not like we're talking about any particular companies or yeah. products it's just about being realistic about health and lifestyle and yeah definitely yes and we'd love to hear your yeah again general comments but if you've got some comments or some stories in regards to your experience with some of these key topics we've talked about. Like, you know, maybe you're following a bulletproof lifestyle and you feel amazing, you know, let yeah, us know. Let like us know. we're interested to hear. Yeah, we know. But that, yeah. conversely, you know, if you've got questions about any any of the other factors, just mm. yeah, either here or um, on the social media feeds. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Or any other topics you want discussed in general. Yes. We like talking. We do. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, have a good one. Bye. Bye.